Bye. you're thinking that can't be your theme song that's pizzatron 3000 from club penguin right it's not my theme song i just think it's actually so funny to play it at the beginning of every episode um like let's be honest when you hear that song you're not gonna think of my podcast you're gonna think of club penguin pizzatron 3000 uh and it again if you didn't listen to my last um episode it's royalty free um, it is literally not caught. It's stock music. So, um, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep playing it at the beginning of every, uh, what? Hello? Every episode, um, until I get tired of it and, and find, uh, probably a different Club Penguin song to obsess over and add to the beginning. What's funny is that I actually originally wanted to do like a Bratz Rock Angels situation, but I'm pretty sure I could get copyrighted for even saying Bratz Rock Angels because Mattel, uh, owns, well, the United States. So I won't be doing that, but you can't say that you don't see it for me, right? Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. The Bratz Rock Angels GameCube video game soundtrack was the soundtrack of my life from the time that I was probably like eight years old to when I was like 16. Uh, That thing that we all did in high school where we would put our headphones in and walk down the hallways like we were the main character in an indie film, I did that with the Bratz Rock Angels video game music. But no one's surprised about that because while I did wear skinny jeans and Abercrombie t-shirts until I was about 15, I can say that now at 24, I am serving some of the most outrageous looks that CHS's alumni has ever seen. So listen, I had taste in high school. I was just, what? Insecure. But that no more. Now, the Club Penguin Pizzatron 3000 music is my theme song. (laughs) Hey guys, what's up? It's Jess. Uh, And this is the This, That, and Everything Else podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about... Oh, that was a really great segue. We were talking about fashion. Uh, This week, we're going to be talking about how I don't have an aesthetic. Now, now, now. Settle down. Uh, I know everyone was like, yes, you do. No, I don't. I really don't. Um, Well, okay, maybe I do, but my aesthetic is my aesthetic, and I'm going to kind of explain how... How I'm just different than other girls. (laughs) Well, okay, so, but, like, how my aesthetic is different than what I would conventionally consider, like, an aesthetic, right? Now, if you look up the definition of aesthetic, um, the noun definition is a set of principles underlying and guiding the work of a particular artist or artistic movement. Now, in this case, the artist being you on a day-to-day basis. So, for example, you curating your dream life, right? You, what you want your life to look like, what you want your wardrobe to consist of, what you want your day-to-day activities to consist of, what you want um, uh, your space to look like. It all kind of makes up your aesthetic, right? Um, Now, what I've realized is that a lot of people love everything in their life to match and, like, be cohesive. A great example of this is, like, a surfer boy, right? If a surfer boy is living by his aesthetic. He probably surfs. (laughs) 
But when you think of a surfer aesthetic, you think of like lighter hair because they spend a lot of time in the sun. You think about probably eating healthy because it helps, um, you know, benefit their, um, I almost just said surfing addiction. Uh, that's not correct. It benefits their lifestyle because they're typically very active. Or take like the that girl trend, for example, right? Drinks a green juice every day that she makes from home, goes on walks, goes to the gym every morning, wakes up early, is super productive, has like this beautiful glowing skin, has the perfect outfits every single day, usually very minimalistic, right? There are a lot of aesthetics right now that the majority of like, <laughs> not to sound like Schmidt from New Girl, but that the youths <laughs> really resonate with right? Like young people really resonate with and are, and are typically drawn to. There are a lot of people that are kind of living by these aesthetics right now. They have an aesthetic and their entire life kind of fits that aesthetic. Now, for a while, I wanted that. I wanted all of my things to match like, well, like me, right? I wanted it all to make sense. My wardrobe makes sense with how I decorate my home. My home decor has the same vibe as how I carry myself, like personality-wise, etc. The list goes on. But Every time I tried to fit myself into an aesthetic, I would settle into something and be like, okay, this is the vibe I want people to get from me. And it just didn't work out. I always felt so uncomfortable. Thus, the process of my self-discovery, but that's for another day. For example, again, like the clean girl aesthetic, the pretty blonde balayage, the effortless no makeup makeup look, the crop top and light wash denim pairing, a pair of gold hoops, living in a neutral color blocked space, minimalistic white, all matching dishes, etc. Um, I drank a green juice every morning because it fit the aesthetic. I tried it. Um, that was a phase I went through. Love it on other people. Don't love it on me. I got bored. <laughs> I went through a phase where I was trying to fit that like, um, you know that that trend in 2020, like the Y2K vibe, um, like the corset tanks and cargo pants and gold jewelry and like a baguette bag. Yeah, I tried it. Not me. Uh, owned a hydro flask and and wore the big t-shirts and made friendship bracelets. Try that too. It was like the scrunchies and and I uh, era. <laughs> yeah, I was really desperate to kind of like figure out what worked for me that I could stick to all the time so that like my aesthetic made sense. Like everything correlated and it all was just like one thing, right? Because I love that. I love the idea of like everything correlating and making sense and you having a brand and you having an aesthetic and like, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Well, it recently hit me. Get this. I am my own aesthetic. I don't have to have like a specific aesthetic, like the whole like clean girl, cottage core, streetwear, chic, grunge, neutral tone, whatever. I don't have to match any one of those for my style to make sense because my style is my style. I don't have to fit an aesthetic that already exists for my aesthetic to be my aesthetic. Do you know? And that's kind of why I have the idea in my head that like I don't have an aesthetic. Be it, like it's because I genuinely don't think that I'm going to stick to one thing for the rest of my life. I figured out that I love to switch it up so I'm going to switch it up every single day until the end of the day. So this all to say, instead of just sticking to one single aesthetic, I've decided that I will not have one because I want to wear whatever I want, whenever I want, decorate my space how I want to because I like it, and live my life differently every day based on how I feel because I feel like it. Now, kind of tagging back, why do I feel so inclined to have an aesthetic? Well, dance made me do it. <laughs> uh, being a dancer kind of makes you think about aesthetics differently than the average bear, okay? Here's why. 
you have to have as a professional dancer an online presence. Your your job exists in your presence on the internet partially, so you kind of have to have a presence on the internet. Now, what draws people in, right? What draws the eye of other people is something that's cohesive, something that makes sense, having a brand, right? If you don't have a brand, then people don't feel like they really like know you. Um, if there's not something cohesive that they can be like, oh, this person is like this and kind of make not an assumption, but like an assumption about you based on how you present yourself, like there's really no place to pull anything from. So why would somebody want to hire you if they don't know who you are, right? That all to say, I felt pressured to have an aesthetic and have a brand that made sense because I wanted people to feel like they knew who I was so that if they're looking for me for a specific job and I fit the mold, they'll hire me on the dot, right? I want people who, you know, maybe aren't dancers who are watching my dance videos and looking at my profile to feel like, oh my gosh, like, I'll follow her because she's a cool girl. You know what I mean? But realistically, I don't want people to know, like, a fake version of me. That's a little weird. And we talked about this actually in episode one. What's so crazy is that in my first episode, I was like, oh my gosh, I want to document how I feel at this point in my life and, like, my opinions and such, blah, blah, blah. And in that episode, I was kind of talking about how, like, the internet is fake and, like, nobody presents themselves, like, how they are in real life. I feel like this is the first time in my life I actually have been presenting myself on the internet as I am in person. Um, I feel like I'm finally letting my goofy side come out a little bit, which is really scary, but is also really exciting because I feel like my silliness <laughs> is something that I connect to, like, really well, and I love that about myself. So, like, sharing it um, publicly is, like, really exciting. Now, don't get it twisted. My Instagram is still a highlight reel. <laughs> I'm not about to post the worst times of my life. However, um, I feel like I am who I am when I'm doing well on Instagram, and I'm not, like, a falsified, is that a word? I'm going to look that up. Okay, I'm just going to say it anyway, though, until I do look it up. I'm not like a falsified, um, manufactured version of myself. I'm not trying to, like, fit what other people think I should be. Um, I'm just kind of being myself, and that's exciting. This just in, falsified is a word. I did look it up. Um, but anyway, moral of the story, I don't feel like I have to turn myself into a version of myself that aligns with what's trending uh, for me to be relevant anymore. I... Um, am completely myself and I feel like that is that is good enough to exist as my brand that is my brand is me being myself and so um, and I would much rather get hired on a job because people think I'm funny and a fun person to be around and a kind person versus um, uh, me just like not being 
the most honest version of myself because then I have to carry myself in a fake way and what a waste of time that is. Like, life is so short. I'm not going to spend all of my time trying to get people to like me who wouldn't like the real me. You know? I'm Radio Rebel. Okay, moving on. Listen, some days I want to rock a hoodie and sweatpants and some fly sneakers. Some days I want to be a hot girl and wear knee-high boots. Some days I want to wear a long skirt over my pants, which people either love or hate. I'm either getting like, oh my god, you look so good, like this is so fly, or I get people um, at the thrift store pointing at me and laughing. Yes, that really did happen, and I actually didn't know what to do. I was like, are we 12? (laughs) Like, I felt like I was living in a cartoon. I was like, who points and laughs? I cannot believe that people actually behave like that. That is Anyway, (laughs) like some days I want to dress like a grandma. I'm leaving the house at times looking like a glazed donut when I don't feel like wearing makeup and my moisturizer is popping. Other times I want bleached eyebrows and like the darkest eyeliner smudged everywhere. The possibilities are endless with me and I love that I let that happen now. I'm so happy with my style because it changes every day. I'm like so in control of my own sense of style and I love that. Also, having short hair is, like, the best thing that I ever did for myself. I, like, tie it up with elastics, and I have the cutest little piggies that you ever did see. But I finger wave my hair, and I put on some lashes, and I feel bad, dude. I love having short hair. It's so empowering. I think everybody should shave their head at least once in their life. It is crazy how much it changes your, like, perspective on and your relationship with yourself. Like, because you can't hide behind your bangs what? I don't know. I think everybody should have bangs at some point in their life too. I feel like bangs is a whole entire new relationship with yourself. If you've had bangs, you know what I'm talking about. Either you really, really eat the bang, uh, or the bang eats you. (laughs) I feel like I just kind of let myself sink into this understanding of my aesthetic or, or lack of one once I got my hair cut. It's so fun to play dress up every day and not try to force myself into a box because I don't live in one. (laughs) And if you know me, you know I'm a chameleon and I am a little bit of everything. So it's so liberating to feel like my style reflects who I am. Um, And that being all over the place and wild and fun. My living space is just so fun now too. Like it's so random, but it makes so much sense and is so cohesive because it's just so... Okay, it's time. I hope that you can hear the little, like, clock beeps that just happened. If not, rewind. It just makes so much sense because it's so much like me. All my furniture is thrifted, um, but I have a disco ball that hangs above my coffee table. I have a fire escape shelf on my wall with plants and knickknacks, and I'm slowly but surely turning my dish collection into only items that we make ourselves on a pottery wheel. (laughs) It just feels so vibrant and full of life. I, I went through this phase, I think I already said this, where like I was really obsessed with like that clean, minimalistic, like and I know that like there's such a huge chunk of the population that hates like the beige the beige home aesthetic, the home decor aesthetic, right? Um, Well, I went for it. I truly did and was like white and beiges and grays and it just, listen, it works for some people and I love that some people love it and can do it, but it just felt so empty 
And I think that it kind of like subconsciously affected me a lot. Um, And now every time I have a friend come over, I have a little wall that I have everybody sign. So every time I come in and out of my home, I have signatures on a wall of everybody that's been in my space. And it doesn't add clutter in a way that I feel like a few years ago I would have like feared it would. Um, It just makes me feel like I'm living my life. (laughs) And like not only my home space and my closet, I I feel so free to do whatever I want in my free time. Like my activities reflect who I am. Like I'm not holding myself to, uh, okay, well, what would match my aesthetic, right? No, if I want to play a video game, I play video games. If I want to crochet, I crochet. If I want to go on a hike, I go on a hike. Those are all like very different things, but they're not different thing. Like they're not meant for different people. They're just different sides of me. They're just different parts of my life, right? I just love not having an aesthetic. I like, it's so cool knowing that I'm my own person and my aesthetic is like completely my own. I love that I am getting to know myself better and I'm so proud of the progress I've made within my own confidence and understanding of self, knowing how insecure I spent the better first half of my life, more than the, more than the better first half of my life. Not caring about what other people think of you is truly a gift, and while I'm still learning how to really release that, as healing is a journey of ups and downs and is never linear, we all know that, um, I'm really, really happy with where I'm at right now, and the future looks open and exciting and colorful and vibrant and fergalicious. (laughs) Anyway, if you're somebody that bounces around amongst aesthetics a lot, Maybe this is your sign to branch out and try something new. Try something that nobody has ever done before. Step out of what's popular and trending and just kind of do what you want because it makes you happy. Listen, you get to choose what you do with your life. Nobody on the internet is telling you, well, actually, that's not true. Everybody on the internet is telling everybody how to be. Um, We are in a constant state of, like, comparison, Um, but, like, that's so toxic Um, and I said this earlier, I'm still learning and I'm still in process of like figuring out how to be the most honest version of myself at all times, but like stop trying to be like everybody else. There is nobody on this planet that is like you. So show up with how you are meant to show up, um, how you feel like you want to show up because like it doesn't matter. (laughs) It really doesn't. So um, if you're somebody that already fits an aesthetic, go you. And I'm so happy that that worked out for you. Um, And keep being a fashion diva icon. Um, But if you haven't found something that works for you yet, maybe it just doesn't already exist and you have to create that avenue for yourself. And how exciting it is to do that, right? Let's all wear skirts and pants and shorts on top of pants. That's also really fun. Pants on pants. Pants on pants. Um, what? (laughs) Listen, thanks for hanging out today. Uh, I am so excited because I have so many episodes that I'm like pre-recording right now. This is one of them. 
and I am releasing them all like in weeks to come, but they're all being pre-recorded. So that's really fun. I'm feeling really excited and really energized and really inspired. So just keep listening because this is a blast. Listen, I will see you next week. And that is a promise because I've got some things on the way and they're crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Love you. Bye.